Happy New Year! Hey everyone, welcome back to the Create Initiative Podcast, the show that brings you insights and techniques from people in the creative world. We serve to help fellow creatives connect, learn, and grow. Well, I'm Jason Evans, and with me is Kyle Lee. Yo. And Kyler Clapp. Hey. I, I feel like I caught you off guard, Kyle. No, I just realized the all the cool hand signs I was making when you when I was Yeah. Introducing myself, or you're introducing me. No one could see that on the podcast. That's true. We don't we don't video these things, so just rest assured it looked really cool. <laughs> it, it did. Uh, Kyler, how's it going for you? It's going. You know, 2020 off to a great start, yeah. kind of. Really? Sounds convincing. <laughs> how how are your resolutions going? Actually, pretty good. Um, I went to Taco Bell once this week. Okay. This week. This week. Hey, yeah, that's right. And then I've what's your quota? Up, what do you mean quota? Your Taco Bell, like, like for the year, how many times do you want to go eat horse meat? I that's that wasn't on the list. There's no quota. Oh, so then why did you mention Taco Bell? Yeah, because I mean that's uh, my resolution is to eat healthier. So oh, oh I got you. Gotcha. Yeah. So horse meat only once a week. Only yeah. once a week. How are your resolutions coming? coming? How's that echelon treating you? Well, didn't get it. Oh, really? I thought you were. Nope. I even sent you a picture of one. I did not get that. I'm sorry. I did get a hoodie that I've worn a lot. Are you wearing it right now? This is a different hoodie. I had to give that other hoodie a break. I was off like the week after Christmas and I literally wore the same thing every single day. Yeah. There's something nice about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mood. Yeah. I'm think I'm I'm gonna go down to two outfits, guys. I'm hey. gonna do it. Minimalist. The, the world's richest people do that. Yeah, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna do it to make a statement or anything. I just. It's just easy, right? <laughs> yeah, two outfits. I'm yeah. good. I could I've, never. Uh, you couldn't. Never. No, I've got like where I I like the shoes, you know. So I'll just buy a bunch of different shoes. If, but like I've, same shirt, same pants. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I would wear these quarter black corduroy pants every single day of my life if. I could, and, and I can. Know I guess. They were corduroy. Yeah, they are. Well, if Cold- it, you, corduroy, 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 cooler than corduroy. Well, my wife and I have talked about this quite often. If it you, wasn't, yeah, was your it, resolution if tucking it, your shirt in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, it just some days it happens. You know, Man, so handsome. Yeah, thank you. I knew you were gonna poke fun at that. No, my <laughs> wife and I we talk uh, fairly regularly that if it wasn't for her. I would wear a black t-shirt and jeans every day of my life. Oh. So as it stands right now, it's like three out of every Why second. is she, yeah, why is she holding you back? Oh, she just thinks I need a little more variety. That shirt's way yeah. too white. Yeah, it's pretty light colored, in it? That's a spring color. It, well, it's See, 75 degrees thing. outside, so. I don't, I don't play the spring-fall color games. Like oh, it's I just, do. When someone tells me not to wear white after a certain d- Labor, day. Labor Day. I'm for sure wearing yeah. it after that. I'm a, I'm full on George Costanza. I dress by the mood I'm in when I wake up in the morning. Like yeah. I, I don't ever really plan it out. The only time I plan it out is if I know I'm going on like a three day road trip or something. George Costanza, he's got a role in uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season three. Oh really? Yeah. I haven't watched any of season three yet. Yeah, he's he's a few episodes. All right. Oh, Jason Alexander, still yeah. doing it. Well, uh, Kyle, you talked about this off air, but you you wanted to uh, bring up um, how God's Not Dead 7 got left out of the Golden Globes this year. You know, it is 
that's the thing. When when the Bible talks about we'll be persecuted, <laughs> we're living it, right? I mean, the globe's leaving out another another year of us not being able to see Kevin Sorbo raised from the dead. And that's true. Um, and even on the TV side, they didn't give Kirk Cameron anything. Mm. Well, you know, there's always the K Love Awards. Yeah, the Dove Awards. Hey, but y'all watch we, the we, we you watch the Globes. I watched some of it. I didn't. I didn't see it all. I, I definitely caught the highlights after the fact. I loved it. Did you live? Yeah, well, you don't tweet anymore. I you would have live. I would have live tweeted it. But uh, what were, what were your thoughts? You know, I loved seeing Tom Hanks, uh, my boy Tom Hanks, getting his award. Yeah. Um, the fact that Ricky Gervais just didn't care. He annihilated people. It was yeah. Fantastic. But it was good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, well, the, great. the parts I saw, if I can be honest, were, I felt like it didn't have a whole lot of flow to it. Like it, it wasn't a super lively telecast in my, in, in what I saw. It's, it's dying. I don't think they're going to do it for much longer. Yeah. It's, it's such a unique thing when you really think about it's it. It's a three hour block. Yeah. Yeah. And people mm. just don't, don't take the time for that anymore. I do. Well, I mean, I got to it late cause we had an event at church, but. But you caught it, though. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, Tom Hanks' thing was really good. I like how old school he went, talking about... Uh, the camera. Yeah, the, the camera and the gate. The gate. You know? Uh, I thought the that gate was church. Pretty cool. Did you have any idea what he was talking about, Kyler? I know he said the gate, and I thought it was some metaphor. <laughs> some some greater metaphor. And then he the started gate. crying, and then the all gate of America is narrow. was crying. Yeah. <laughs> you were crying? Yeah. Oh, I was getting a little teary-eyed. Really? He was very blessed. I was feeling he blessed. He said he was on cold medicine. Oh, well, pro- we, I also yeah. relate to that. So, did you watch uh, uh, "Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood"? No, you haven't seen it. Haven't Is it out on no. video yet? Not yet. No. Yeah, I'll it's great wait. though. It, it, yeah, I heard he, it was awesome. He did a good job. Uh, it's it's unique. It's probably not what you think it is going in. Um, they they kind of make the film almost like an episode of Mr. Rogers. So it's ah. kind of cool. Because hmm. well, um, he's not the main character, Tom Hanks. No, is. yeah, because he was, you know, he's a supporting actor. Yeah. Is what he was nominated for. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's probably in half the movie. Uh, but so, super Speaking good. Speaking of Tom Hanks, you, are you familiar with Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats? No. The, music, the musical group? I, I'm afraid I'm not. Sweats? Well, so Nathaniel Rateliff's got a solo album coming out. And uh, he looks like Tom Hanks wearing like like prosthetics and like a fat suit, but like it looks like it's Tom Hanks. It might be Tom Hanks. Mm. You know how like um, Robin Williams is just Bono? And yeah. so this is, this is the new controversy. If this computer will keep up, I've got to look, look this up now. Yeah. This is good radio. So who, who is it? Nathaniel Rateliff. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, their first album, amazing. There's... One song on there that I can't endorse on this podcast, but it is very catchy. All right, but you can't endorse but it. But he, look, he looks like Tom Hanks with prosthetics. Is that what you're saying? Like he's yes. saying, you're saying he looks like Tom Hanks like if, if Tom he Hanks had was, prosthetics. Like if Tom Hanks was, it looks like Tom Hanks playing a character. I don't see it. Uh, look at that one. Look at that. This one? No, no down. I... Look at that. He looks like he could be his cousin, maybe. It's called... Y'all don't, y'all don't get the way yeah. the industry works. No. No, I don't. I, I apologize. That one? Okay, look at that this one. one right here, I can see. Okay. Yeah, I might buy that a little bit. Right? Mm. Right there in the eyes. 
Anyways, he's a great musician. Yeah, this is great. Look it up. He's very unique. Nathaniel uh, Rayleigh. Vocalist. Well, cool. Well, cool. But he looks like a character. Like, look at that far left one over there. Yeah, he does look like a character. Like, he looks like he should be in, like, a uh, early 1900s, you know, TV show about the Industrial Revolution. Looks like he would just always talk. He looks like he should be a mayor. What? Wow. In like a Western film. He does kind of look okay. like um, the bad mayor on Paw Patrol. I'm not familiar mayor with that Humdinger. television show. Mm-hmm. He looks, look up Mayor Humdinger. Oh, this is such good radio. <laughs> All the Paw Patrol fans out there say, hey. <laughs> uh, he does. Oh, man, you got me. <laughs> the sash and everything. He does look like Mayor Humdinger. But look at, he has such kind eyes. Is the mayor a bad guy? Yeah, he's the bad mayor. Oh, mayor Goodway's the Why good mayor. The mayor's always a bad guy. Is, well, so he's the mayor lady, of the other city. Mayor oh, Goodway. he's the mayor of the yeah. bad city. Okay. Yeah, these eyes look evil. I, I definitely he's see that. He's always trying to. Oh, Paw Patrol. I was thinking PJ Masks. Mm, totally different show. Kind yeah, of. they really, they really Sorry. are. Sorry. Totally different shows. Well, uh, we should probably. Um, move on from this great. I don't know. I see right there, Mayor Humdinger, Paw Patrol wiki fandom. He's a mayor oh, no. of Foggy Bottom. <laughs> He's got his own wiki wiki page. <laughs> oh, more than the three of us can say. That is true. Uh, you're that right. That is true. You haven't started one for yourself. No. Who's got time to do that? I don't know. I, uh, you know, I always just speculate that people do. Who makes IMDb pages? Is it an official thing, or can you make one for yourself? No, I think you can make one for yourself. You just have to have an account on it. I have no idea. No, I'm an actress. Well, you should try it. Good luck. Yeah, you've been in several, several like yeah, uh, something art like films. That. Have I? Yeah. You don't. You don't even remember. I mean, I recorded one one time where a flare burnt my shirt, and they ended up not even using it. That's true. That is true. Man, Kyle was. Uh, and man, I know it's here somewhere. It's on a hard drive, but I can't find that footage. Uh, anywhere currently so that was a great day you you burned your shirt with a flare i threw a drone into a tree um it was a good day good day but (laughs) um we need to move on in this episode and today we've got a great episode Uh, at the time of this airing guys uh we are getting ready for our first batch of create gatherings of the year 2020 Yeah, we're super excited. If you're listening to this on Monday the 13th, uh, that means hopefully you're making plans to either be in Oklahoma City tonight or Tulsa tomorrow to hear from uh, the legendary Michael Bergstrasser uh, from North Church. And um, if you know anything about Michael, which I've I've learned Michael knows a lot of people. He Um, does, yeah. He he just knows a lot of people. Uh, Come out, check it out. And uh, it's, it's going to be a great time. We're really looking forward to it. But kind of in honor of our gatherings beginning this week, uh, we wanted to play the audio from our last gathering in November that featured Richard Smith, who is another one of those guys who's just kind of, you know, a cool, creative dude. Cool cat. And, uh, we, we, all three of us here, we were able to, to hear Richard's talk. And, and before we play it, is there anything you guys remember uh, from his talk or from the that night or those nights that um, stand out? Well, I... Wait, who... Go for it. All right, Tyler I'm was going. taking notes that night. Yeah, I really was. In depth. Um, he did a very good job on talking about, you know, the prefix re. And so, I mean, talking about refocusing a bunch of other re-words. Reimagining. <laughs> Reimagining. Remix. Remixing. Remix. Recreating. Which, retaking. Uh, yes, exactly. Reshooting. 
all of that. Retiring. Redoing. Retiring. Oh, maybe not retiring. <laughs> well, you know. Hopefully. But so, it was it was very good, very informative, very inspiring. Um, definitely, it'll be a good listen. Yeah, I put that sticker on my car. Yeah, he gave us yeah. stickers. He, he he handed out stickers, and so if you missed it... And they weren't junky stickers. These they were, were high-quality sticker mule like, stickers. Yeah, they were sticker mm-hmm. mule, had the vinyl. This like, episode was, brought to you by Sticker Mule. I wish. Maybe maybe one day. Sticker Mule. Like, so many of these stickers hanging on this wall are from Sticker they Mule. They are, I noticed that. Yeah. How about that? Well... Uh, Richard, thank you, it, mule. Yeah, thank you. It, it was a great night, and Richard did an awesome job. And so the audio you're going to hear in this episode is from the talk he did in Tulsa. So if you were in Oklahoma City and you're like, eh, I've heard this once before, go ahead and check it out because his talk in Tulsa uh, had had a little bit different nuance than it did in Oklahoma City. And if you were at the one in Tulsa, listen to it again. You won't be disappointed. So let's just get right to it. Here is Richard Smith at our November 2019 gathering. Tonight, I had big plans, big, huge, humongous plans um, for something that I was going to bring here. I did not bring that. And I'm going to give you a little story about why. Um, (laughs) So in my mind, I saw that I could make these letters and inside the letters, I could put these little strips of paper that would talk about each person that I follow's Instagrams. Um, and I would encourage other people to follow them. And, and then this thing would be like a big unveiling surprise at the end. Well, I tried it last night in Oklahoma city. And when I got there, it, um, was not going to stand on its own. So I brought a wall to attach it to. And the drill that I brought did not have an extension, so I couldn't attach it that way. And I went to do it anyway from the back and the drill ran out of power. And so (laughs) then I said, well, that's okay. I'll drag it all back home. I'll assemble it at my house and at the church and I'll take a picture and then I'll bring you all a picture and we could mount the picture like up here. That didn't work out either. So I said, you know what? I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to stress over this. They're still going to get the same information. And so my big like showstopper that says, Hey, this is me. This is Richard. It's not here tonight. I apologize, but I still will wind up, uh, covering or giving you information about the same people. I brought a list of people that I follow and different ones that I think you should check out. They've done some creative thing that I think is fun. Uh, I may not always agree with what they say or what they, uh, everything they make, but I dig something that they've done. And so, and I've learned something from what they've done. So I, I'm going to pass that on to y'all later. Okay. Um, but to start the evening off, um, I want to talk to you about something that the first time I ever heard this was in a sermon. Uh, I should back up. I'm going to talk to you about a couple of things, but the very first one is an opening statement in this opening statement. The first time I ever heard it, I thought, man, that's really simple. Like, yeah, okay. But then the man said it again. And I was like, whoa, that's really profound. It's very simple, but it's super profound. And so I wanted to pass it on to you. And it's going to kind of set up the whole premise of everything I'm going to talk about. And it's simply this. There is a God and you're not him. And I thought, okay, I know that. Then he said again, there is a God and you're not him. And I thought, whoa, as a creative, that's like a check. Like that's a, you're right. I'm not. I mean, I am not God. I have never 
made something out of nothing, meaning I've not just spoke and something happened, like let there be light and boom, there was light. So that kind of brings me into my next thing, which is I'm going to kind of split a hair tonight. I'm going to talk about how that we're not a creator. We're creative, but we're not necessarily a creator. Um, and, and I know you can say, now listen, defining from like Webster's Dictionary, yes, we still make stuff. You're absolutely correct. But we all make stuff out of stuff that's already here. We're not making something that's out of something that doesn't exist. So it is kind of a fine hair to split. I understand that. But for just the sake of uh, kind of like helping us kind of keep our grounds and understand where our role is as a creative, then I wanted to go ahead and kind of split it and go from there. So, but um, I know that a lot of us in here, though, we're probably still thinking, now listen, man, I've taken like a kid's choir and they were horrible when I got them. And when I finished with them, they could sing. See, I did make something. You're right, you did, you did. But you had the kids to begin with. And everything in this room, believe it or not, came out of this earth somewhere. It was minerals or it was metals or it was something that somebody had the technology to put together to be able to make all of this. But it was already here. We, none of, we didn't make it. We just redid it, reused it, reshaped it, remade it. So. Anyway, that's just something that I, I thought that we should uh, kind of think about because I feel like our job as a creative a lot of times is to be able <clears throat> to show people light. You know, when God said, let there be light and then there was light. Well, two things happened there. There was sound and light. And my goodness, creatives, that's what we do all the time. We're all interested in light and we're all interested in sound. We try to control sound and we try to find light, right? That's what we're doing all the time. And we want to be able to show other people God's light. Um, but also as creatives, we sometimes can feel like that we have one up on people who don't see what we see. In other words, um, if you've ever followed the lady that takes photographs named Dorothea Lang, I don't know if you've ever studied her before. But um, she took some amazing depression time uh, photographs. You'll see like her picture of the nursing mom on Time Magazine. You may have seen that one. There's, she took a whole bunch of them, of people that went from Oklahoma to California. She has some amazing photographs. And her children remember playing with her at the beach and they had fun, but they didn't have as much fun as they could because their mom was always composing a photograph. And this little girl brought her mama a flower and said, here you go, mama. And she said, oh, this is a lovely flower. And then she asked the little girl, she says, can you see the flower? And she said, yes, I see the flower. She said, but do you see it? And so she kind of made the little girl feel bad because she couldn't see what she was seeing as a photographer. So sometimes as creative people, we have that like inside track of God's gifted us with something where we can hear something better or see something better, or we've got an idea that we feel like is better. And we can kind of like be a little, sometimes not always, but sometimes a little harsh on other people. And I'll give you an example. Like we might say to someone, Hey, listen, <laughs> are we really planning on sending out that letterhead? Cause <laughs> you know, the logo's kind of bad and, and, um, it's just not so good. Or we might get onto them, you know, and say, you know, next time we do the bulletin, let's think about using some kerning. 
You know, so we might we might kind of throw some stuff out there like that. And so people might be kind of like, oh, golly, really? Um, so not everybody sees everything the way we do. Um, so it's both a positive and a negative because it's our strength and it's our weakness. It is is our strength because we see it. And we can do it. We can envision it and help get people to that place. It's also our weakness, though, because it drives us nuts. You know, if other people aren't like getting on board. So we have to be careful with that. We got to make sure that we remember that there is a God and we're not him. <clears throat> okay. So um, I'll let that kind of sink in. And I, I wanted to go on and, and talk to you about that. Um, I feel like that saying all that made me start thinking, you know what, what we're, a lot of what we're doing boils down to these two letters right here, R-E. And so I made this little sticker and it basically has all these different things on it. Audio things, video things, photography things, building things, painting things. I made this little sticker. I have one for all of you. You can each have one when we uh, finish. And, but it's just to re. Um, and I got some words that I think that'll help make that make sense. Um, here in my photographs, I wrote them down on my computer last night and send a picture of it to Jason so I know what's in here. Here we go. So uh, the thing that I want us to remember and the thing that we must be reminded of is that the greatest story ever told should be retold, not changed, but told again and again and again and again in a different way, in a creative way, in a, in a way that people aren't expecting, but it's the same story. Um, so that they will repent, so their minds will be renewed, so their passions will be rekindled, so their past will be revoked, so that their um, sin will be removed, so their bodies will be refreshed, so their words will be relearned, so their hope will be restored, so their wealth will be replenished, so their path will be realigned, their sight refocused, their relationships reconciled, and their families rebuilt so that their souls will be reborn, so that we can reveal Christ to them. So it was just a play on all these like words that started with R-E, and I just really feel like that that's our job. Because, because we don't make it originally, we're reusing it, and redoing it, and remaking it. And um, so I think that it's, uh, we, we have a big responsibility there. We have to make sure that whatever we're given, that we do our very best to make the best possible outcome with it. Um, because of that, I decided, well, I'll make some other little cute stickers that go along with it. Um, here's one. It just reminds us that we sometimes have to remix things. Meaning, yeah, everybody remember the mixtape, by the way? Okay. Anybody give one of these to somebody? I did to my girlfriend. I gave one. It's not my wife, though, that I have now, but I did give one of these out. <laughs> anyway, um, and you would wait for a long, this is just going to, for all y'all that don't know this, but you would wait for a long time for the song to come on the radio so you could hit the button at the right time, right? And um, when Otasco went out of business, the man, I worked for Otasco, and he said, well, this is all going to go through bankruptcy court, so pick out anything you like. And you can have it for $50. So I picked out a stereo and that had three cassette decks. And I did it on purpose because you could dub two, two other tapes fast and like not in real time, but like in high dub speed. Anyway, just so I can make like mixtapes. Anyway, so a little, little bit of, that's just free extra for you. Okay, so 
but yeah, we sometimes got to remix things. We sometimes got to have to like, you know, plan B, plan C, like with that thing that I made, that big giant thing that y'all don't get to see. Um, I, man, I went through like plan F and finally I was like, forget it. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not doing it anymore. Okay. Then other times um, we have to reshoot. Okay. This is a pain, but it happens sometimes. Um, you go out, you do the thing, you get everything, you think everything is good. And then lo and behold, you've done something wrong. Your camera setting was wrong or your sound setting was wrong or something isn't right. So you have to redo it. You got to reshoot it. Otherwise you just wind up with terrible, terrible material. So you got to be disciplined and, and make yourself reshoot. Um, and then of course there's this one and it's, it says on it repaint, but it's not just about paint. This actually is to remind you that the little extra that you put in any kind of project can help make it, give it that little extra edge. Because when you walk into a room sometimes, there are times when you can just give a different wall color or just an accent wall or something like that and it changes the whole atmosphere of the room. Um, and so it's the very same thing is true with your projects. You can add that little extra something and sometimes it helps them. Now, sometimes that extra something means you have to take something away. That's hard to do because sometimes you don't want to edit. And so, but there's times when you just, you have to. So you have to be careful. And, um, but this can help remind you about how you have to repaint sometimes. And then my last one is um, reformat. It's a hard one to learn. And I had to learn this in art school. This basically is saying that don't fall in love with the first thing you make. <laughs> don't do it. Doesn't matter if it's writing or photography or art or whatever it is. Don't fall in love with that first thing because you have room to redo it and you're probably going to have to redo it. So I'm in art school and I'm trying to uh, take classes at USAO in Chickasha, Oklahoma. And um, we're supposed to be doing a still life and we're drawing negative space, meaning the space that's left from that this left from the object or whatever. And while we're doing this, um, you know, your right side of your brain draws one way and then you go over to the left side and it's kind of wonky. And that's what was going on with mine. But the professor didn't say anything until after I started like shading it, you know. So I'm thinking I'm doing great. And he comes over and rips it off of my pad and wads it up and throws it in the trash. And so, and he goes, you're going to have to start over. And I said, hang on. And I'm walking toward the trash can. I'm thinking, I'm going to get that and smooth it out and start from that. And he goes, no, no, you have to start over. And I was like, oh, no. I mean, I just did this for two days. That's two days of my, what? So I did, I started over. And uh, I don't know that it turned out any better than the first one. Maybe that's, <laughs> but his whole point was, listen, you, you cannot fall in love with the very first thing you make. You have to be willing to make a whole bunch of bad stuff first before you get to the really great stuff. Uh, if you study any of the great people and any of the masters that in any of your fields that you like, they will all say the same thing. I made a bunch of stuff that was horrible. It's like absolutely terrible. I can't even stand to look at it now. And that's true. I look at my stuff back 20 years ago when I started in ministry. I cannot believe I put that out. Like it's just a flyer that I sent home with some kid and I'm looking at it going, dude, that's terrible. What was I thinking? Well, I was thinking was I had a Rizzio graph. Anybody use one of those? That's basically you have this huge drum and you turn it like this and it's got different kinds of ink that it can go, that it can hit. And so you, it's just a one color deal and the paper comes through and 
it makes like a, okay, forget it. Anyway, it's old school stuff. <laughs> but I mean, you had, to be very, uh, you had to be very creative on how you were going to put that together. So basically, it was just like the cut and paste that you have on your computer. That's because we used to actually cut and paste it on something and then roseograph it out. Anyway, so, but yes, you got to start over sometimes. Completely, completely start over. And then, finally, there is another story. This goes along with this. Um, but I just wanted you to know that even with all these reshooting and repainting and reformatting uh, and so forth, there's, there's lots of ways, though, that you can stay inspired, okay? People ask me a lot of the time, Richard, where do you get all your ideas? And I, honestly, all I can tell you is I'm, I'm all the time, like, uh, collecting things that I see mentally. Like, not collecting, like, I actually collect actual stuff. But I mean, I'm actually collecting mentally, I'm, I'm thinking about stuff. And so, and it could be anything. I could be on Instagram, I could be a trip to Walmart. Like the other night, I went to Walmart, and lo and behold, when I got out of my car, it was very late at night, there was one guy out in the parking lot gathering up uh, carts, and he didn't have one of those like machines, he was doing it by hand. And he had like a huge curvy line of carts, and all the lamps had like these cones of light that were coming down. So as he pushed, some of the carts would get hit with light and some of them were just in the dark. And it was real desolate looking out there, except for this one guy pushing this weird shape of carts. And I thought, man, that's a great photograph. But I didn't have my phone on me. I didn't have my camera, anything. So I thought, I wish I had something. I would take that picture. I went on inside the store. I saw some very colorful things in there. You know, fruits and vegetables are always I'll always look at them and think, that's super cool, you know, it's inspiring or whatever. And I got to noticing that the sounds that the, all the scanners were making and the guy waxing the floor and the lady talking on the PA system, for some reason, all that kind of like clicked in my head. And I thought, man, that'd make a great like sound over on a video. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know what I'd use it for, but I like it. Um, and then I finally got to the cash register and the lady in front of me, um, she had on like this, uh, it was kind of like a tank top looking thing. And when she went to get her money, she did like this and reached in here and got her money out of her bra. And right as her hand come back across here, it said Bubba. And so I was like, I was like, man, this is fantastic. Like this, <laughs> this is a great, great inspirational trip to Walmart. I liked it. So, but you can see stuff like that all the time. Even my drive over here today on the way, uh, between here and Stillwater, there's these big, huge things of grass that go up the side of the road, right? And right now they're kind of a uh, golden brown color. But on a day like today where the sun comes from behind the clouds sometimes, they're a really beautiful gold color. Like they're, they look like wheat or something. They're fantastic. And I thought, man, it'd be awesome because there's, and there's also like this little pouch that comes out, kind of like a kangaroo pouch or something up kind of high. I thought it'd be great to stick a model up there, put a big, huge flowing gown on them and a very, very bright color and get the skies all like, you know, perspective out and all this stuff. Anyway, I, I had this whole shot in mind and I'm driving down the road and I'm thinking, I got to quit daydreaming. I'm going to wreck this car. <laughs> so anyway, but um, you can be inspired by all kinds of things like that. It can really, you can really help you. Um, so, but just remember though that our job is to um, give light 
to people or to open the hearts of men and women so that they see the light of Christ. And so that's really our whole our whole thing. And so always just be like collecting information, be collecting mentally things that, you, that can help you out and um, always be ready to do your very best to uh, repaint, reshoot, remake, redo whatever so that men and women can be inspired to follow Christ. So um, I have these, this box of stickers. Y'all are welcome to come and get whatever you like. I have plenty for everybody um, that have some left over from Oklahoma City. So there's lots in there. Y'all can have at it and uh, you can enjoy that. And that's the end of my talk. I'm done. So hope y'all enjoy. Well, that was Richard at our November 2019 gatherings. And so hope you enjoyed that. Richard's such a great guy. And remember, if you're listening to this on Monday the 13th, you still have time to join us in Oklahoma City tonight or in Tulsa tomorrow and hear from Michael Bergstrasser. Um, guys, uh, one more thing before we get out of here, and uh, that is we just want to promote our Create Initiative workshops that are happening throughout the year. And our first one is February the 15th. And it is a design workshop in Oklahoma City. It features uh, Greg Vinterholm, who was at Church on the Move. He's recently taken a, a job at, a, at another firm in, in t- outside Tulsa. Uh, Josh Lauder, who is with Uversion, and Dustin Coble with Victory Church in Tulsa. Uh, they will all be with us. And uh, it's going to be a great day, kind of a mix between super practical and then it's kind of philosophical kind of ideas of um, what makes good design, things like that. And uh, I wanted to mention that uh, there's an option to buy a season pass for $175, and that that covers all four workshops we're doing throughout the year. And um, somebody's asked me, can we buy a couple passes for our team? We have a team maybe a four or five, and but then take the person who it's appropriate. So if we have a video producer, can they go to the video one and our designer go to the design one? And that's totally okay. So basically when you're buying a season pass, you're buying a license. And uh, as long as it's someone associated with your team or your church, whether they be volunteers or on staff, uh, send the person who is going to get the most out of it. That's that's really what we want. And uh, But uh, guys, I'm really looking forward to that event. Yeah. It's going to be great. And the pass also gets you into Whitewater, it, if I'm it, not it, mistaken. Yeah, um, you can try it. Whitewater, Frontier City. The double park. Uh, all of the spirit of Halloween's. Um, did you see Frontier City did a, a holiday, like a Christmas one this year? Oh. No. So they decked everything out in Christmas lights. I didn't see that. Yeah, maybe next year. We I can don't take go a there. Create I, initiative. I don't like podcast in the park. I don't like yeah, theme parks. You don't? Why not? Oh. They're just like they're like the equivalent of like a wet cigarette. And so, could you uh, maybe use a different analogy? Like I'm not sure what a well, it just makes yeah. like people like a wet paper towel. No, wet cigarette is pretty oh. pretty much it. I mean, like are you saying a certain like t- the way the way a wet cigarette is when you try to smoke it after? It's no, burned. it's just like the feelings associated like, with smells like cigarettes. Yeah, but it's okay, also I'm with you. drenched. I, I see. That's I see. that's the way. That's how you feel when you leave like a Six Flags or something yeah. like that. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. I've never been to Disney World. I don't know. I have. It's not that great. It's not any different. No, mm-hmm. there's, I mean, there's no cigarettes there. They don't even let, there are old pictures of Walt Disney who, holding a cigarette. They don't even let the cigarette in the picture. Yeah. He's yeah, just he holding his hand right there it. with yeah. nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, people for years didn't know he actually smoked. They just, uh, well, I mean, he's not hiding it. Like, he's yeah. got his hand. Well, he's not, but I mean, like, the public. Like, the, the, they, the Disney just came under know. fire for an old, something they put on Disney Plus or something, an old one of uh, Goofy, and they animated out his cigarette in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I knew I knew when Disney Plus came out, they were going to have to retcon uh, some, some things, or at least put disclaimers, just because, uh, you know, there are several movies that are not... Uh, politically correct in today's climate yeah so peter pan being one of them well yeah and yeah we don't have to well, get into it on this yeah. podcast <laughs> but that's for our disney plus mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah podcast <laughs> if you want to hear about the mandalorian you know just go follow yes. us yes um over on our disney plus show episode eight. Oh, i don't care I about don't. it you didn't watch it no so, mm-hmm. do you have disney plus yeah you just didn't. You're not a Star Wars guy. Not inter- it does not interest me. Oh, well, that's alright. I don't. That's okay. I don't disparage it. It's great. I just not. Just not for you. It's not funny enough. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of funny enough, do you want to take us out on anything that might give us a chuckle? Nope. Okay. All Kyler. Right. I got nothing. Man, what a letdown. Oh. Well, <laughs> Well, don't forget. See, that gave you a uh, chuckle. Don't forget February <laughs> laughing 15th at your own joke. is our design workshop in Oklahoma City. So there's still time for you to join us. Uh, space is limited. So go ahead and jump on it. Go to creativeinitiative.org. Space is infinite. The space inside the room mm. is limited. Oh. <laughs> um, but you are correct. That's our other podcast. <laughs> space is Adventures unlimited. into yeah. space. Man, we've got a lot of podcasts that nobody's ever heard. So that's that's pretty good, including this one. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So for Kyle Lee and Kyler Clapp, I'm Jason Evans. We hope that if you are listening to this, that that you enjoy it because we have fun uh, putting it out into the ether. So take care and we will see you in a couple weeks. Oh, it's so hot.